Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Freeman Means Business Wonder Woman in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and our Wonder Woman in Business podcast gives a voice to the woman who has a story that is meaningful, moving, and compelling. We share their stories, or rather, they share their stories with the world, so that in their sharing, they give permission to others to shine. Today, we have an amazing guest with us, Jessica Yarborough. And Jessica is a business strategist for coaches and consultants. I can't wait to start this conversation with her because Jessica is doing some amazing things and we want to hear her story. So Jessica, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent. Well, we're going to get right into it because I know people are eager to know more about you. So Let's start with this because we we often want to understand your journey and the journey sometimes starts way back. (laughs) We have to maybe pause a little bit and think about it. But in terms of your early years and people and experiences, as far back as you can, what had the greatest impact on you at your youngest age? What can you reflect on? Oh, that's a, that's a easy question for me to answer. It'd definitely be my mother. Ah, Yeah. My mom was a, was a powerhouse and, um, she was very inspirational. She is a woman that carved her space in a very male dominated world. She, um, went into the construction industry on the education side and in a time when there weren't even laws really protecting women against sexual harassment and all of that. So you can imagine what she had to deal with at the time. And she ended up becoming, you know, president of a large company and president of the association of our national association of women in construction. And she paved the way for women and minorities in what is traditionally a, a, a male dominated space. And to, to watch her do that and to see her kind of make her way into the world and do it while raising kids. And for her to be that inspiration to say, Jessica, you really can do anything you put your mind to, um, was powerful. It was the most powerful influence on me growing up. Excellent. Well, that certainly made an impact on you and the decisions you made as a a young girl in terms of moving forward with other education, seeing your mother being in this male dominated, dominated industry and having such a critical role, right? Education. Yes. Yes. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you decided to do in terms of going forward to college and the areas that you gravitated uh, to, um, things that made you decide that, you know, I'm sure you didn't wake up and say, I want to be a business strategist tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, Help us understand that journey. Well, again, I feel like if I look back, my journey is touched by so many different women. It's so many women in my life. You know, I started manage. I managed my first company at a really young age. I was 16 and it was another woman who took a chance on me uh, named Claudia Fultz, who is the founder of tutu.com. I'm still friends with her. And, uh, and she said, you remind me a lot of, of myself as a young girl. And I, I, you know, I want to take a chance and hire you as, as my manager It was part-time work for management. And so to have that role given at such a young age was powerful. And I went on to manage multiple companies. I ultimately went and studied uh, international business 
um, and uh, went to university in San Diego and in Spain because I I saw that we were becoming a global world. I was fascinated by other cultures, and uh, and I knew that that would be part of our future. And so all of that influenced my my choices. I ended up uh, consulting throughout college. And I ended up building a startup company in my early 20s. And uh, and it was amazing. It was amazing to be in my 20s doing this work and to build something from the ground up. And that really taught me that I was far more capable than I gave myself credit for. Because when you have a deadline, when there's a sense of urgency and you have to build something fast that's when you're really shown, hey, this is the grit. This is the perseverance. This is how you can source and and create something. And um, so I built that company and, and that was an amazing experience. And then I burned out. I mean, I, it was, I call it my spiritual awakening. I went on vacation and I had an awakening where I thought, okay, this is amazing what I've done. And I'm really proud of myself for doing it, but it's not what I want. I could see my life unfolding before me, and I knew that there was a whole other aspect that I wanted to explore. And to be honest, part of that was I was in such a hurry to grow up. Mm, you know, yeah. I mean, I spent my summers of my <laughs> 13 and 14 volunteering in in hospitals because at the time I thought I wanted to be a doctor. So I was, I was literally doing medical building, building, and working in pre-op and doing all of these things, and then managing companies and. I had worked so hard to achieve and to strive, which was a beautiful thing. And there was this whole other aspect of myself that was waiting to be explored. And so I made that decision to walk away from my company. I gave up my shares and I bought a one-way ticket to Southeast Asia. And I had a four-year eat, pray, love spiritual journey. And uh, and I, I, I was sure I wasn't going to go back to the business world. Uh, I was sure that I was going to go on a spiritual path and explore. And, um, and it was, it was a beautiful coming home to myself and a beautiful journey of self-love and self-care. And, and then I got pregnant with my daughter and I was, became a single mom. And I have my other moment of wake up, <laughs> Jessica, <laughs> you've had so much fun. And I have stories that I will be able to share with my grandchildren one day and have had experiences that I'm, I'm so grateful to have had. And, uh, from my travels all over the world. And, uh, you know, but now it's, it was time to roll up my sleeves and build a future for my daughter and I, and I did, I, I literally did the hardest thing I've ever done, which was to build my company, uh, raising my child on my own at bottom at zero and to build it to now the life that we have and to build a multi-million dollar business that has helped elevate other entrepreneurs to, new levels of income and impact uh, than they never imagined possible. Wow. I mean, talk about a 360, right? <laughs> it's like, you what? You have, how? What? So this was, I mean, talk about, I was just like, okay, Jessica, when did you have your most courageous moment? Well, every step of the way, <laughs> right? It's like, OMG. All right. But, okay, let me. Let me peel back and step back a little bit. Um, when you when you realize that okay, this is great, but I need more. Mm -hmm. Was there someone that you reached out to who helped you with sort of that courageous choice, or 
just based on the things you had done in the past, did you sort of build that muscle to uh, be able to yourself say, self, I'm done? Um, was there, so was there uh, a, a confidant or someone who was a great resource for you as you were approaching Tilt? Or did yeah. you really just have that built in because of all the experiences you had? Because most women don't ask for help. Right. They don't have someone <laughs> who they feel vulnerable enough to say, having a crisis here. Yeah. Know, uh, you know, I, I didn't ask anyone and I'm so grateful that I didn't because hindsight's 2020 when I shared, and I love my mom as you guys, she's my inspiration. But when I shared with my family that I was walking away from my company, they did not support me at all, mm-hmm. nor did they support me when I said I was going to build a company with my, uh, when I was pregnant, they were like, they literally begged me, please Jessica, get a job. You have a kid to think of and et cetera. Cause they weren't entrepreneurs and that's okay. Uh, and now they, they realize their error and that's okay. <laughs> but I'm so grateful. I didn't survey anyone cause they would have talked me out of it. They thought I was crazy. Absolutely crazy. What are you doing? You work so hard you know, all of this, but I will tell you, it was the most powerful decision I have ever made because it was the only decision I've ever completely made on my own. Mm. And so I always tell people, if you have this, this, usually there's a feeling inside, right? I need to walk away from my job. I need to leave this relationship, whatever that feeling is that you're feeling. And it's there for a while building, you know, it starts as a little quiet whisper and then it, it'll turn into a scream. And it sometimes it takes a crisis, a health crisis or something major happening to push people into action. But if you feel that growing, my advice to you is no, you don't have to buy a walk. You don't have to go on a four-year journey and you certainly don't need to fly to Asia, but go someplace where you can be by yourself. You want to rent a house on a lake, cabin in the woods, beach house, whatever, wherever your Zen place is and go isolate for a couple of days and allow, whether you believe in God, I do, but if you allow God to speak to you or source or spirit or meditation or whatever you believe, but tune in to a higher power, to your intuition, whatever you want to name it, because the truth is right there for you. And it will not be nine times out of 10, what your family and friends are going to vote for. And it's nothing, it's not that they don't love you or don't wish the best for you or whatever. They're operating out of their zone of comfort. So if it seems crazy and you know, you're supposed to do it, then do it and, and don't ask, you know, tell them after and, you know, they'll come around eventually. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, but- because you got to do it. You got to trust that there, that I, I personally believe, and there is a divine unfolding to my life. You don't know in the moment why something is happening, especially if it's painful, but we can all look back after we've gone through some experience and say, aha, now yeah. I know why I went through that. Right. So if there's a calling, you need to follow that and don't survey people and get talked out of your dreams. Cause there's a whole lot of people rolling into their fifties, sixties, seventies with, regret with a shoulda, woulda, coulda, if I'd only had the courage to, and you don't want to be one of those people, take a chance on yourself, trust your intuition, trust God, whatever you believe in and go for it. Oh, that's amazing. And right on point in terms of advice, I am a strong believer in self-clarity because Mm. if you don't have clarity and know yourself, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you will constantly 
fall into someone else's pattern. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. And the only way you, you can know if you're headed in the right way is if you're really in tune with yourself mm-hmm. um, and, and you have the courage because mm-hmm. you can know it too, yes. but not have that courage. Um, you said something that I just thought, wow, you know, in terms of the family support, they weren't entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. I love my family. I will always <laughs> love them. But I, I knew something that was very important that helped me to filter out. They were not entrepreneurs. Yes. And so there is a difference between that and something else is we were raised by parents who were raised by parents who went through the Great Depression. So their money mindset, their beliefs, their money doesn't grow on trees, save, work to, you know, follow this traditional path, like that was ingrained in them. And unless you were one of the lucky few who had it happen to have innovative and entrepreneurial parents, like that is the, the, the shadow that you grew up in. And there is money shadow around that. There is possibility shadow and you have to cut through that darkness, right? And come out the other side. And so um, just knowing where they can come from, again, it's nothing wrong. I'm extremely close with my parents, but you know, you, you, there comes a point where you have to stop living their dream and living for them and start living for yourself. Absolutely. So Jessica, what would you say is your proudest professional accomplishment? Um, because you've been on a, a build and rebuild a couple <laughs> of times, right? But, but it may be something that has nothing to do with the building, but mm. you know, something that you say to yourself, this is it. I, I did that, you know, yeah. your proudest professional accomplishment. Yeah. I think it's uh, getting to it's today. Honestly, it's where I am today <laughs> because now, you know, my daughter's older and I'm living what I wanted, what I put on that giant sticky notes and stuck on my wall and look at, looked at for years, you know, um, and I, my goals are different. My priorities are different. And for me, we chatted a little bit before the, uh, before you hit record, right. That, you know, for me, it was about time freedom. And so being able to be comfortable and, uh, make an impact and work with people that I absolutely adore. And then also to have that freedom to be a very present mom, for my daughter. You know, I never wanted to be someone who wasn't around and especially as a single mother. And so the fact that I can take her to school and pick her up and be there at every, you know, sporting event and take her on vacations. And like, that is living the dream, you know, was to have five weeks of vacation a year and to work part-time hours and, and all of these things. And to realize that is such it really is such an accomplishment. Um, and so I, I honor that and I'm grateful for it every single day of my life. Uh, excellent. Well, we, uh, Freeman means business, um, really believe, and that's part of why we do this. It is so important for women to be present for other women Mm -hmm. and, and sort of, um, uplift them. Um, what advice or what word of, of, guidance would you give to another woman in business? Um, What would you say to her about the ecosystem that we really need to create and nurture with other women? Mm, Yeah, well, definitely a big part of the way that I built my business was 
through value. And so you, you get what you give. And I feel like so many people start their business and they're like, me, 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 it's ego driven. What can I get? And entrepreneurship is a, a marathon, not a sprint. So if you can flip that around and think about what can I give to, to my people, my audience, to my followers and, and start to show up as the teacher, as the mentor and give without asking anything in return, you know, like to the, to the state, like every single week I put out a, a 10 minute video and I'm always putting out content, but it's just value. It's just pure value. And I know that 90% of the people that consume it will never buy from me. I don't, it doesn't matter. I hope they, they get wins from it. I get emails, but there's 10% of the people who are my dream clients who are going to see that. And it's going to give them the value they need to know that this I am a person of integrity and authenticity and they resonate and that I'm, uh, I'm, they resonate with my message and with what I'm saying. And, and so if you can, if you're someone that can shift your mindset to, to truly being a teacher and giving value, you're going to create so much rapport with your audience. You are going to build raving fans and again, be in it for the long-term play. And I promise that it will be, it may be slower growth, uh, but it will be more intentional growth and the pay on the, on the end is much higher. Mm, Investing in the return. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So when you, um, because um, the great advice in terms of that, but um, I see there that, or I would say you seem to have a great focus on being authentic. Yes. Um, So talk to me a little bit about what being authentic means in your life. Well, for me, being authentic is, uh, there's a, an old web developer term, WYSIWYG. <laughs> what, you, <laughs> what you see is what you get. And, and that's what I want. So if people are interacting with me on any platform or whether they see me in person, I, I am true to who I am and my values and my f- values around transparency, authenticity, integrity, my f- values around family. And uh, so being congruent and showing up as that person, no matter where you interact with me is, is important. Absolutely. Um, and so uh, there are a lot of people who uh, kind of say, well, that's nice, but Mm -hmm. that can only take you so far. Um, but clearly if it's a part of you and the way you do business, um, it's not a short-term thing. It's, it's really a long-term investment. Um, and, lifestyle choice overall. Well, yes. And you'll also attract better people. I remember the worst advice I ever got was some (laughs) guy that I hired who was like, sell the lifestyle. And I was like, no, (laughs) no. And, um, and so if you're just going to attract different people, depending on what you put out. And so if you are a person of integrity and you talk about what's meaningful for you, then that's the kind of people you will attract. Like my clients come to me and they're very family oriented. I would say at least 50% of my clients are very spiritual as well. Um, Even though I don't lead with that, uh, I think it's just part of my essence. So it's interesting, right? Um, You attract. I attract. Yeah, because I'm always Switzerland. (laughs) I'm very neutral with all of that, uh, you know, online. But you, you are what you attract. And so if you're trying to be someone that you're not, what kind of people are you going to attract? And so being authentic with what you do. Also, when it comes to marketing your business, and I share that with my clients all the time, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So I don't believe in scraping emails and adding people 
to my email list and spamming and all of this stuff because I don't want it done to me. So why would I do it to someone else? So again, that authenticity and that integrity can should bleed through to how you run your business and and how you show up in your in your life as well. Absolutely. And that's the easiest way to manage it because if yes. you're one person on one end and another person on the other end, those two people might not like each other. When that's they, right. Uh, get together. <laughs> so absolutely. So Jessica, what would you say absolutely excites you right now outside of business? What is it that you are excited about that you like to do that you enjoy? Uh, if it's by yourself or with yeah. your daughter, what excites you? You know what excites me right now is I am learning to play piano. And for years, I, I played it a little bit as a child. And for years, I have wanted to do it, to go back to it. But I was so busy. I was bu busy building, right? And I didn't make it a priority. And uh, I've been playing for several months now. And I absolutely love it. Like, it's so healing for me to sit down and spend an hour playing every night. And it's just, uh, again, it's not, it's just something that's just for me. It's not to share with the world. It's not to make money. It's... Uh, it's just something really beautiful that I'm enjoying. That's it. We all need these beautiful moments and that time to breathe and really um, get in touch with ourselves and mm -hmm. just really tap into joy, which is really great. That's it. Um, the joy. That's what it's about. <laughs> it's about joy. That's yes. exactly right. It's about joy. I'm really enjoying this conversation. Um, if you can reflect on maybe um, your biggest challenge. Sometimes as women, we encounter challenges and they can do a couple of things. They can either paralyze us. So we don't move. We don't do anything. Um, they can push us backwards. So we sort of recoil or yeah. they can actually propel us beyond where we should be. Right. So yes. sometimes we go deep, you know, it's like, go big, go home. Yes. Um, but mm, may not be the right move. But can you reflect on a challenge um, that was, you could view it as a setback and sort of how did you look at it? How did you move beyond it? Oh my gosh, I have had so many challenges. <laughs> <laughs> Building this company, I mean, entrepreneurship, I always say outside of parenthood is the biggest personal development journey that you can go, go on. But I do think parenthood, takes the trophy uh, <laughs> for, for the yes. of challenge. You just love them and they're so difficult. No, just kidding. <laughs> they're um, yours. Yeah. Yes. I would say one of the biggest challenges is people and the people problem. And I, and, and whether that is customer service side of things and having to learn to navigate that and how, how, how do you build it back in operations so everyone's really happy? Uh, how do you filter for the best quality clients and not just people who are not going to do the work but want the results, that side of people? And then I would also say the people side of things of hiring your team and getting the right people who share your values and uh, are committed to the vision of the business. And so the, the people problem is the the, I think the hardest thing to unlock in any business, whether that is delivery or team. And it's what we hear talked about on the news. It doesn't matter whether you're a small business or a multinational corporation. It is what people struggle with. Absolutely. I, I can hear um, in my ear, one of the leaders I worked with saying, um, you're only as strong as your weakest link. Mm -hmm. And yes. so 
the support you have around you in your business or at home yes. is so important because um, that's your point of vulnerability, right? You can't 100%. be everywhere. You can't do all things. And so the people you surround yourself with or the people who are in your inner circle to help you. Yes. Um, so critical. And so, it's just, and it's a learning curve, right? Like exactly. I remember, I meant, I told you I was a manager at a very young age and I look back and I think, gosh, I was a terrible leader then. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, you must do this. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's a growth part. And then how do you lead people? How do you understand what their motivations are? And, uh, you know, and how do you deal with communication issues? And I'm very lucky right now that I have an amazing team, but it has taken me years to build this team. And I, I have, uh, several of my team members have been with me anywhere. Three of my team members have been with me anywhere from three to five years. So that is to me, an amazing thing, but building your support team and also learning how to filter for clients is really important too. It's like, are you going to do the work? Is this person going to bring value to my life? Uh, I reject anywhere from 50 to 60% of applications to work with me. I am, I really do run my business with a high level of integrity. I am not just here to take a check from someone and then deal with the aftermath. You know, I want someone that I, I truly want to help to, who's going to have access to me and, and we're going to build this relationship. So, you know, I had to learn all of those things and to learn the power of discernment and, and the people journey is, is an ever evolving one. <laughs> wow. It really is uh, so complex. Yes. Right. We've got this tapestry where all of these facts are, are woven together and experiences and people um, it's it's really incredible when you think about what really needs to happen to have uh, sort of that productive harmony, yes. right? And, and build trust and communication and relationships. Um, what do you think has helped you to garner that skill to kind of be better at discerning? Or is is there a um, is there someone who is a role model in that for you or a body sure. of work that you studied or learned or, or is this, is this all natural? No, is, no, 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 no. You? <laughs> <laughs> the strategy. Yes. The strategy is natural. No, I have, you know, again, I've had great coaches. Uh, I've had someone I've worked with for years and they have helped me to hone in and to listen and to tune in and to respond better versus react in situations. It, you know, some of these things are not innate. You can't have everything in it. That would be amazing. <laughs> and so I, this is where it comes to, like you said, your circle of influence and having powerful people around you that can be a sounding board and ensure that you are on track and staying true to your, to yourself and to your values and to your goals. You know, for me, I had to unlearn even patterns around work, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, at this point, you know, what is most meaningful for me and to have that assessment and to make sure that I'm staying true to what my actual goals are outside of, yeah. of building the business. Cause otherwise you can default right into that. And then what are you going to do? Resent. Right. So you don't want to resent your business. Right. Just like you don't want to resent any relationships, you have to have balance. And so that's where having that outside sounding board has been essential for me. Wow. That that's so important to learn. We are, we're all coachable. 
Yes. Right? We all need to be poured into. Yes. Um, as we grow and continue to do things, you know, there is this thing that says, um, and uh, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yes. So you've got to, you've got to really continuously, um, re, re, re-energize, um, uh, you know, re-up, uh, yes. and invest in yourself so that you can be able to invest in others. Ah. Well, this is great. So is there a surprising fact that you can share with us that no one might know beyond the piano and four <laughs> years of eat, love, pray? And yeah. you know, is there a surprising fact that we should know about you? A surprising fact, I would say, I would say that um, I'm a multidimensional person, so I can dress up and, you know, put on heels and get dolled up, but then I feel very comfortable in nature. And in fact, I bought a 28 foot RV and I will go camping and haul the same, haul it myself and set it up with my daughter. And uh, I always shock everyone, especially men, when they see (laughs) see me driving this thing. And so I've always felt that I could be as comfortable at a, uh, at a gala and a evening gown as I could on the back of a pickup truck driving through the desert or in the jungle or something. And it's interesting because it makes my life and my experiences and my friendships very colorful. Very colorful indeed. Well, this is great. Okay, so before we leave this great space and this amazing conversation, um, if people want to get in touch with you or know more about you, how can they reach you? They can reach me at jessicayarbra.com and be sure to follow me on LinkedIn. Send me a request. Let me know you heard me on the show so uh, I can add you to my network. Wonderful. Well, Jessica, thank you so much. It, this was a great conversation. You truly are this multidimensional person who is very effervescent, really way smart, um, <laughs> incredibly experienced, uh, and just really um, someone who can connect well with other people. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, we know that Rome was not built in a day and clearly you've invested in yourself. You've invested in your business. Uh, I love the whizzy. What you see is what you get. <laughs> totally authentic. Love the focus on self-clarity, getting to know yourself uh, before you go out there and head down the wrong path. Um, So thank you for sharing with us today. I do hope that our listeners enjoyed learning about you, hearing your story. Uh, I'm sure they can connect with many things that you've shared. Uh, We want to give a shout out to your amazing daughter. Uh, We can't (laughs) wait to see what she does being the daughter of Jessica Yarborough. Um, And again, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me.